From the producers of Eventful, the podcast for meeting professionals, this special episode focuses on Wynn Resort's innovative sustainability practices. In 2014, Wynn Resorts embarked on an energy procurement strategy to gain more decision-making authority over its long-term sustainability efforts. Five years later, the plan has elevated the company to the forefront of environmental innovation and stewardship in Las Vegas and Nevada. Eric Hansen is Wynn Resort's Chief Sustainability Officer. He leads the development of the global sustainability strategy and energy goals for the company as it continues to make monumental moves toward taking control of its energy future. His experience extends across all facets of environmental protection and government regulation, and his understanding of cutting-edge technologies is shaping the use of a new generation of renewable resources in the hospitality industry. He joins us today to talk with a North Star Meetings Group correspondent about Wynn's new zero-carbon, zero-waste events service, one of the most exciting advancements to date from Wynn Las Vegas, and which benefits meetings and events of all sizes. Thanks for joining us, Eric. It's great to be speaking with you about this today. So Wynn is at the forefront of sustainability. And the first thing I wanted to talk to you about is your 2014 power procurement strategy, which has really shaped your sustainability and energy saving efforts for the past few years. So I wanted to know what motivated Wynn to initiate this plan in the first place. First, thank you very much. I appreciate the opportunity to uh, have the conversation. And looking back at the company's history and our, our investment in energy efficiency and doing the, the proper things around energy procurement naturally led us to the desire to want to control a little bit more of our energy independence and control that from the standpoint of our uh, having the ability to procure our own energy and put together our own strategy around the resources that we would use for our properties. And in 2014, that's when we started looking at how we would make that work and really wanting to integrate renewable energy into our portfolio. There are certain steps that we had to go through that started with unbundling, so it's called, from the utility. So we right. uh, started a process that allows us to uh, not buy our power from the local utility, and instead we can build our own resources. So you switched from buying power from a local utility to purchasing directly from the open wholesale market, which then allowed you to actually build your own off-site solar facility, which I know you opened in June 2018. So now you have this massive wind solar facility helping to offset your power needs with solar. So certainly there are financial and environmental pluses, but just on the face of it, I have to imagine that clients seeing this must have been pretty wowed. Yeah, and it's bringing on a utility-scale resource of any type, especially renewable, is a large undertaking. And so it's something that you typically don't see individual large customers doing themselves. They usually you know, rely on the utilities to do that. So when we were able to bring online this 160 acres, 20, over 20 megawatts of solar, to actually power our resort in Las Vegas, the, the, the initial reaction is just, wow, how, how did you even do that? that? Because it's typically something that, like I said, companies don't really even think about that. They just plug into the utility and say, give us our power from wherever it comes from, let alone being able to invest in actually building a utility-scale solar field. So it's been one of amazement, just the, the, the feat of getting it done, and then really appreciating having renewable energy be part of our portfolio. 
And that's in addition to the more than 100,000 square feet of solar panels covering winds, convention center rooftop. So people may be familiar with solar facilities, but to actually be there and watch the whole thing run and know it's offsetting some 75% of the resort's peak power requirements, that must really make an impression on visitors and groups. So I'm also curious, what was the utility company's reaction when you decided to make this move? Well, we have a great relationship with the utilities that we operate in all the markets that we're at. And the, we still depend on the, the local utility in Nevada for our transmission, distribution, ancillary services. So really the only component that we unbundled was the commodity piece, the actual energy component itself. So part of the process was we, we made a payment to the utility to ensure that remaining ratepayers wouldn't be harmed in any way by our departure from them. But the utility actually, they understand the need for individual corporations to make these decisions. And in a lot of ways, it comes from, you know, the need to be able to react to our guests, our guest requests and be able to react to those quickly and be immediate right. with our, our actions. It seems it's just continuing to play into this evolving strategy. As more clients request things like this, you deliver more. And I know this is one part of a much broader sustainability program that Wynn has been implementing, and I'm looking forward to getting into that. But let's just take a step back for a second. I'm curious about how you even begin this effort. Um, because for a lot of companies, it has to seem like a Herculean task, and then each step of it along the way becomes huge as well. It's kind of like the old uh, saying, you know, how do you eat an elephant? And it's one bite at a time. And right. and and with any any type of sustainability initiatives, the very first thing any corporation has to do is understand where they're at, right? Be, the having the ability to measure and quantify where they're at in with regards to energy procurement, with regards to energy efficiency, with you're looking at sustainable procurement of the things that your business uses. So the supply chain. And so once you can you understand where you're currently at, then you have the ability to listen to the various shareholders. So whether it's internal or external, in our case it's our guests, it's our our share owners, it's our board, it's our employees. And once we understood where we were at and what the requests were going to be, then we were able to map out a road forward and really start putting some meat on the bones to how you structure it, how what, what is important to your company what's, when it comes to sustainability. For us, energy was a, a big one to start off with because it has such a huge impact to our resorts and especially you know in Las Vegas and, and if you're or any of the, the resorts around the world, they're open 24 hours a day. They're, they're large consumers right. of energy. So being able to approach it from that point, that was a good starting point for us. So one of the things you mentioned before was just this whole idea of measurement and evaluation. And those are buzzwords in the business world, but and for good reason, since data seems more important than ever. But I'd like to ask about WINS Zero Waste, Zero Carbon Event Services and the sustainability reporting that you do around that for groups. And that seems like a prime example of this communication around WINS sustainability that you were speaking of. Can you talk a bit about that and how the clients use it? Yeah, the customized reporting when it comes to sustainability reporting is part of our new programs around zero waste and zero carbon event services. What the, the reporting allows us to do, it gets back to step by step with this, is once we understood where we were at and listened to the, the guest feedback on the new programs they wanted, 
it allowed us to take, take the steps to first start with renewable energy. So next start with getting rid of single-use plastics in the form of getting rid of straws and to-go packaging and things like that. From there, we were able to put together a very comprehensive offering for our, our meetings and convention groups that they can come in and they can have a zero carbon, zero waste event service. And there's, there's six points to that, that new service. And the, part of that, once we get through the six points, the final one is being able to have a report around the things that we were able to do during their event service. So zero carbon, zero waste, getting rid of single use plastics, sustainably sourcing of food, event material upcycling. We roll right. that all into a, a final report that the clients can then, or the guests can then use for their own sustainability reporting, their own corporate initiatives. Right. So that zero waste and zero carbon event service covers a lot of bases for meetings and conventions. And I'd like to do a bit of a deeper dive into one of the six points that you have on there, um, specifically incorporating the more sustainable food sources. So can you talk a bit about how you help meetings with that and how an event goer would be impacted by that during a meeting? The overarching idea behind a zero waste, zero carbon event service is is to be able to offer a very bespoke package to those clients who are seeking out a more sustainable stay and a more sustainable event. And part of that is being able to customize the food sourcing. So to the extent that a client comes in, they want locally sourced, they want vegan menus, they want certain things that are organically or sustainably grown. We have the ability through our partnerships to be able to procure that and put together a menu with our, our amazing food and beverage teams that can check all those boxes that an individual company may want when they're coming to have an event with us. So things around sustainably sourced food is they may want only line caught fish served, for instance, and we have the ability to do that. We actually, Costa to Damari and Lakeside, are, uh, the fish that we serve there is line caught also, so it's not net caught, so there's no unintended overfishing, you don't have unintended catches and things like that. So those are the types of things that we have the ability to do. We do them already today. So rolling that into a package that we can offer on the, the media convention side is something right. that we are very good at already, and we can offer that out. So I have to imagine that the initial conversations with the food staff and the chefs might have been kind of fascinating because you're presenting them with this whole new set of challenges. And can you talk a bit about what that kind of response was like um, or even issues that actually implementing the sustainable food program presents and, um, and maybe even the benefits or even the excitement of working with this whole new approach? You know, anytime you give a chef an opportunity to do something new, they get very excited. They are typically all in when we come to them with the ideas around, can you create something new, something that hasn't been done? And they, they love that. Some of the challenges that we've run into is supplying of scale. Of right, We operate many cities. Our facility in Las Vegas is about 10 million square feet, and, and it, it literally is a mini city that's open 24 hours a day. So finding um, suppliers and vendors that can meet our needs on the scale that we require has been a challenge, but what we're seeing is more and more of the suppliers and vendors that we work with are hearing the same way that we're hearing. They're hearing that there's a need for this. There's a need for sustainably sourced food. There's a need for sustainably sourced packaging and alternatives to single-use plastic. So they're responding and it's changing, quite critically, it's changing the procurement industry. It's changing the way products are, are made, the way products are delivered, and they're responding to it in the same way we're responding to our guests. It, it, it's like the little things that people don't even necessarily think about. But when you scale it up to thousands of event attendees, it has this major impact. 
And the fact that you're drinking from compostable cups instead of plastic bottles or you're getting locally sourced food uh, means that you're relying less on having ingredients flown in. So that's less energy being used and less carbon emitted. Uh, and it's these additional savings an attendee might not even be aware of while they're enjoying their meal. So that's it's really kind of an energizing idea. It really is. And it's the, the other piece that's critically important for us is maintaining the win standard. So ensuring that our guest experience is five star. It is absolutely top notch from the, right. the moment that they step onto the property to the moment they leave. We can't sacrifice that service in any way because that's what our guests, that's why they come to us. They've, they've come to expect that from us. And so this, through the sustainable offerings and, and locally sourced food and other such things, we need to make sure that we maintain that balance. And we're able to do it in a way that is, it's, it's quite elegant, I have to admit. So Wynn's approach seems to be all about exceeding guest expectations and sometimes in ways that they didn't even realize they had originally wanted. Um, and so you touched on the idea earlier of creating this whole culture of sustainability. And there's this thought that an overall culture of sustainability increases satisfaction and engagement for clients and employees and even meeting groups. So I, I want to know if you've seen any evidence of that yourself we we have yeah we <clears throat> we listen to our guests and our our employees and and we're constantly getting feedback on uh, programs that they'd like to see implemented programs that we're currently doing you know if they feel like we're doing a good job and we could do more if we and so we're constantly looking at that we're hearing it we're evaluating it in real time and we're we're adjusting to it we're moving forward with not just trends but we look to be leaders in the space the feedback we get is overwhelmingly positive. They love it. The, our, our culture is changing. There's much more education around um, environmental impact and being socially responsible as well as environmentally responsible. So we're hearing it as a, a reason to come and do business with us. We have understood that and we've created the programs around that. So the attendee or the guest is, is really just surrounded by all of these positives, and that's, that's cool. Um, but I'm curious about what kind of buzz you might be seeing around any green initiatives in Las Vegas in general. Las Vegas is great in that it is ever-evolving, and it's, it's quick to understand the changes that are needed, and, and it's quick to to react to those changes and enact change. And one of the things that, you know, energy, like we talked about earlier, renewable energy, especially in Nevada, it's just a, it's an abundant resource that we're foolish not to take advantage of. So everybody is, is seeing that and understanding that. And we are leaders in that space. The other things that are happening, because we operate on such large scale, food security and food waste management are incredibly important. And so pretty much all of the large resorts in Las Vegas, they understand that and are working to working on solutions for that. One of the things that, that we do at Wynn is our food waste, rather than just going to the landfill, it's all collected. It's separated out of our waste stream through our single stream recycling processes on property, then transported just north of Las Vegas to an agricultural farm where it gets processed into agricultural feed and gets fed uh, into the local animals up there, the, the pigs and, and whatnot. And then ultimately the pigs end up back kind of in the circle of life, but they're definitely some of the best fed pigs that uh, exist in the United States, eating all of the wonderful right. uh, food that comes off the strip. <laughs> they're fed by Las Vegas chefs. <laughs> but it's funny, though, if um, like 10 years ago or 15 years ago, if one had suggested that these are going to be our priorities in creating events, it might have been pretty surprising. Like some of the parts of Wynn's six-point approach 
approach, creating less waste, better energy use. It's, it's interesting how we're learning these new behaviors and people are learning them at a meeting or an event. These are initiatives that, that we believe in very strongly, and it's, but it's not just because we, we want to do it. It's because there's an awareness w- amongst the, the clientele that come to our resorts, an awareness how, of how important sustainability is, an awareness of how important it is to take care of the environments that we live in and uh, work in. So with that, there's a much greater uptick in the amount of phone calls and, and meetings that I have with our convention groups, and they're asking for these things. They're, they're coming in and actively saying, my clients want this, and my clients want to be more sustainable, and, and my company believes in, in sustainability initiatives, and we have our own programs, and, and we would like to partner with UN. And so it's in response to that as well as in response to our own internal needs. All right. So this really goes both ways. You're hearing requests from planners and clients for greater sustainability in their events. But as Wynn raises this sustainability bar, other clients may be learning about the impact that they can make and how they can help with these efforts. So there is still, it sounds like, this process of educating people and educating clients and letting them know These are services we're starting to offer and the value that they will bring to you and your groups. So how important is that education factor when it comes to showing clients what you're offering and why? The education piece is, is huge. It's uh, because these are very complex ideas that are still, a lot of them are, are still being developed in a lot of ways. Um, and especially from, you know, we, we get guests that come from all over the country, all over the world. So to help them understand, A, what the programs are, how, how can you accomplish this? How can you go out and build your own utility generation, renewable generation? Helping them understand what it is that we do and, and how we do that is key. And then really being able to put it in a way that is easily digestible and understandable. Like I said, because these are very complex issues individually, let alone when you package it all together and say, yes, we can offer zero carbon, we can offer zero waste. The idea of a zero carbon event in Las Vegas just typically blows somebody's mind. How do you do that? How can you possibly make it so there's zero carbon? So that education piece is critical. So that makes me curious about how clients have reacted to these innovations. Do you have even some examples of someone who was surprised by Wynn's sustainability offerings or maybe took some convincing about what could actually be accomplished or, or even just an interesting special request that you might have heard that really kind of surprised you? Even from some of our most sophisticated guests that come in, they always ask about recycling. So, because at our properties we, you know, we have a, a high standard of excellence, we don't have out in what's called the front of the house area on the guest the guest facing area. We don't have recycling bins. What you would typically see um, in a hotel, you know, with the the blue and the green separation bins, and right. you know, put your recycling here, put your trash here. We don't have that, so we get asked quite a bit. What? Why don't you recycle? And the truth is we do recycle. We do single stream recycling. So we've taken that responsibility away from the guests to separate it out into different waste streams because not all guests are educated on, well, I'm not quite sure what's recyclable, what's not, which container should it go in. So what we have on property is we have 
on our docks, we have a giant sorting machine that takes and it sorts out all the different waste streams. So it separates out the glass from the aluminum, from the food waste, and from the cardboard and the paper. It does a macro separation, and then we have a team of people who are back there, and they do a micro separation to make sure that it all gets separated out. And so we, we've taken that responsibility on ourselves, and in a way that helps enhance the guest experience because they don't have to worry about making separating it themselves and understanding where it should go. And we, we do that behind the scenes, so to speak, which is great because we get to control it. We understand the different waste streams. We can make sure that all the food is going up to the agricultural farm. We can make sure that the aluminum and glass are being captured and allows us to really understand our diversion rates and, and how we can uh, be better with those too. So with this single stream recycling program, you're making it easier on the guests while also ensuring the recyclables are going to the right place, which is kind of interesting because I think there's some long-standing cynicism about recycling, and I think it's related to exactly this issue. Well, where does this go? It says one, two, three, four, or five on the bottom of the container, and so what's going to happen to each of those? And even if I know which bin to put my bottle in, um, who's to say that the next person is going to know? So the, the whole idea of taking it out of their hands seems like a kind of effective way to counter that. So what have you learned from uh, any clients that you found interesting and, in a sense, food for thought on this particular issue? I'm engaged with our guests on a regular basis, and especially the guests and teams and companies that come in, and, and they have sustainability and environmental initiatives of their own. We collaborate to the nth degree in this area. This is, this is one area where corporations don't compete. We collaborate. And I'm always amazed. Every, I learn something every time I talk with somebody. And, and it's because I get to speak with corporations that are in varying industries from all over, whether it's tech or it's their manufacturing, whatever it is they do, they all have their own processes. And I, I was recently uh, speaking with one of our guests. They uh, manufacture cars. I won't say which brand, but I was incredibly surprised that in their manufacturing process, they have a zero-waste manufacturing process. So they actually, when they're making one of their vehicles, nothing goes to the landfill. It's all either reused or upcycled. And so understanding how they do that, which is that's an incredible feat, has really helped me understand that there are there's there's ways to increase our diversion rates our, and the amount that we can upcycle and that we can recycle and and, and really look at all of our processes. And, and so that's been incredibly impactful for me to understand that and to understand how these, you know, companies are taking this and they're, they're making it part of their normal process. And so that's really been uh, impactful for myself. It's funny. It seems like we're still in the early stages of these sustainability efforts in the sense of what's going to be the future for all of this. And so you're not a company that, that tends to rest on its laurels. So, um, like how much more would you say there is to do in this case? Like what's the next step for sustainability? There's always more to do. This is especially when you're talking about environmental, social, and government governance issues. Because this is a relatively new concept to the world, the idea of understanding that you need to make sure and, and not overuse the resources of today and deplete those resources from generations in the future. So with that, there's always new products developing. There's new policies that are being 
developed and written. And, and so we are always looking at the what's next. How can we integrate and, and respond to those? Because great examples, you know, single-use plastics, 60, 70 years ago when they were being developed, the companies were building these, they were responding to a need, right? And the need to keep food fresher, a need to be able to transport things in a way that was was better and easier. And, and so as they're, they're pumping out all this plastic, they weren't aware that 60, 70 years down the road that you know, our oceans would be flooded with these single-use plastics that are just being discarded. And so those problems that we're dealing with today are one piece of it. But then understanding what are we doing today that could potentially be an, a negative impact for future generations and, and just trying to to look at that through that lens and respond to it. And and that's really key to uh, to moving forward. And I think that Wynn is in, we're in a leadership role, especially in the, the resort space, because we do operate these many cities. We're constantly looking at them in the same way that the world is looking at governments and cities to respond to this. We're we're responding in our own way at our own scale. That is, quite frankly, others are looking to us to uh, to figure a lot of these issues out. Right. So if one believes that everyone has this kind of responsibility, then it's one thing to be doing this stuff at win. It's another to take on this kind of advocacy position in a sense. So are there other people in the industry or at other resorts who you discuss these issues with? And what kind of conversations are you taking part in around these topics? Yeah, of, of course. We, like I mentioned earlier, the, the environmental social issues are typically things where we, we, we aren't competing with, with others in the industry. We're, right. we're collaborating with them because there is, there's benefits to all of us integrating these, these solutions. It's just one resort doing it. The impact of having all the resorts do it is, is much greater. So it, we do work together and, and we do, we learn from each other there because there's things that we all do a little bit differently. And maybe that's due to operational needs or it's due to the way that we run our companies, but there's always, always more to learn. And that leads up to one last question that I have, which is, what is, uh, in your mind, the best of all possible worlds when it comes to win and green practices? Like, what would be the perfect scenario for the organization? Uh, the perfect scenario would be one where these green solutions or sustainable solutions are integrated seamlessly into the guest experience and in one that they it's it's happening and and it doesn't impact their experience in any way shape or form in a negative manner if anything it enhances it so a guest comes in and they're they're used to staying at the win and they've been with us for years and they may not notice the little changes that are happening, like the the fact that the power is coming from renewable resources or the fact that our buildings are smarter and, and the, the, the packaging that they're getting for to-go food and things like that is still very nice and really good. So it's, that's the key to me to integrate these solutions and ensure that the guests almost don't even realize it because they're, they're, they're here at our resorts there to enjoy them. They're indulging. They're, they're vacationing. They're, they're there to enjoy life. And so we want to make sure that continues. And, but that it's done just a little bit differently, a little bit more sustainable. So as we've been talking a lot about the whole sense of experience of being at this resort and just the idea of these practices being, as you say, integrated so seamlessly, you know, that's just, that sounds to me like a good way to spend your day. Not too bad, I have to say. All right. Excellent. Eric, thank you so much for your time on this. It's just, I don't know, such an important and inspiring topic, and it's just been great chatting with you about it. Well, thank you. It's been been great chatting with you.
Thanks for listening to Eventful, the podcast for meeting professionals. Be sure to rate and review us and subscribe. Check back for new episodes soon. Thank you.